Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We want to talk to you today about learning to control your mind. Now, we all know that there's a battle continuously raging in our mind. Matter of fact, the Bible says in the book of Revelation that our mind is the seat that Satan sits on and enthrones. So the, the only way the enemy can come at you today is in your mind. Now, your mind must come under the dominion of the recreated spirit through the Word. Now, we've got to get a hold of that. Now, your mind must come under the dominion of the recreated spirit. You need to learn to how to allow your, holy, your mind to be led by the Holy Spirit. And I love what 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 Thessalonians 5.23, he talks about God of peace himself may sanctify you completely. Your whole spirit, your soul, and your body. So I want you to understand that you're a spirit, you possess a soul, and you live in a body. Now there's three scriptures in the, the, the Bible that has brought a lot of complications into what I'm fixing to talk about. But I want to help you understand you got to direct your senses to go with the Word of God when they want to go independently of the Word. you got to always allow what you're thinking and your body to go, and, and, and your senses, your five senses that leads most people 90% of the time, they respond exactly the way that they feel or the way that they think. You cannot do that. You've got to be led by the Spirit. So we see here in James chapter 1, verse 21, I want to read you three scriptures, and then I want to elaborate on those three scriptures just for a little short period of time. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of weakness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now we see here, the word sold here is talking about your suki, talking about your mind, your will, and your emotions. This is not talking about your spirit. So he's saying that the, the one can receive the meekness, the engrafted word, or the implanted word, is going to be able to change the way that you're thinking. Now, whatsoever man, Proverbs 23, 7, whatsoever man thinks, that's the way that man's going to go. But look at Hebrews 10, 39. But we are not of those who draw back to petition, but to those who believe to the saving of the soul. So Hebrews 10.39 also repeats what James 1.21 says. He says it's the word of God and it'll believe to the saving of our soul. That word soul there is the word suki, also again in Hebrews 10.39. But I want you to look at 1 Peter 1 and 9 in the New King James. Receiving the end of your faith the salvation of your souls. So the Bible says, let everything be established upon two or three witnesses. We've got three scriptures here. James 1.21, Hebrews 10.39, 1 Peter 1 and 9, says that the salvation or the saving of our soul, that it's the word of God, the engrafted or the implanted word, which is able to save our soul. So the only thing able to save your soul is the engrafted word of God. The work of the word is, in the mind is called the renewing of the mind. So we need to direct and renew our minds to, to, to not follow what they feel, but to follow always what the Word of God is saying to us. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 5 and 13 and 14, For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. 
But solid food belongs to those who are full age, that is, those who, by reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So we need to understand that if you don't fully understand righteousness, it's because you're unskilled. If you don't understand, if you're only drinking milk and not ready for the meat of the Word of God, that's what's going to change the way that you think. You're always going to go in the direction of your most dominant thought. And that's what people need to realize. Your most dominant thought is going to take you in the direction that you're going to go. Whether you're dealing with business, you're dealing with your marriage, you're dealing with your body, whatever you're dealing with, your most dominant thought is going to take you in the direction that you're going to go. So be careful what you think. Whatever you think, the Bible says, Be ye not conformed to this world, Romans 12 and 2. Be ye not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be able to change the way that you think. And if you can change the way that you think, you can change the way that you go. You can change the way you believe. You can change the way you act. We're never going to change the way anybody acts until we change what people believe. That's the beauty of grace.